This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1792. Phrasal verbs you should fall for. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Do you fall for people or jokes easily? In today's episode, get tips on how to use one native and natural phrasal verb in everyday English conversation for your practical jokes and your dating life. This podcast is sponsored by Indeed. As a business owner myself, I've learned that the most important key to success is having a great team, but it can be time consuming reading through tons of resumes. Need to hire a great candidate at your company? Why not eliminate the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. Just in the minute that I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. So join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash A-E-E. Just go to indeed.com slash A-E-E right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash A-E-E. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, Aubrey. How's it going today? I'm great, Lindsay. How are you? Oh, it's my favorite time of the week recording the All Ears English podcast. So I'm I'm great. <laughs> so fun. I'm wondering, Lindsay, have you seen the Broadway play Hamilton? You know, it's so crazy. I feel ashamed to say this is one of the ones that I have not seen yet. I've seen a lot of Broadway plays, uh, but not Hamilton. What about oh. you? I'm shocked. I'm obsessed. I know. I know. Yes. <laughs> I saw it. They did the touring company came to Arizona. I've seen it a few times. I went with my partner and then we took kids and but then they also released it on Disney Plus, like a recording oh. of the original cast performing it on Broadway, which if anything, if nothing else, watch that, right? It's fantastic. Yeah. But I love the music. It's more modern. It's sort of like hip hop style. I love Lynn Manuel Miranda who wrote okay. it. Yeah. But here's why it's interesting. It's related to what we're talking about today. Yeah. Because what are we have you ever today? heard um, Alexander Hamilton attributed with the quote, if you stand for nothing, what will you fall for? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I studied this in school, right? This right. was probably a famous historical quote. I have not thought about this quote in a long time. What does it mean? 
Yeah, the reason I've thought about it is it's in the play. He wrote it into the play where Hamilton says to Burr, if you stand for nothing, what will you fall for? Which means stand for is a phrasal verb that means to believe in something and take action to support it. Right. And then fall for the phrasal verb means to believe. Okay. So saying if you don't fight for any causes, then you might believe anything that comes along. Right. So it's kind of a cautionary. a yeah. warning kind of or saying, hey, you could be easily swayed in the wrong direction if you don't take a stand. Is that what we're right. saying here? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But here's what's interesting. Researching this a little bit, it turns out Alexander Hamilton didn't say that. <laughs> it's so fascinating. Sometimes things are misattributed to someone, oh, yeah. right? Oh, so yeah. So I guess what happened is in 1978, a radio broadcast host whose name was Alex Hamilton. Oh, no. No relation. <laughs> said those who stand for nothing fall for anything and people see it with that name and assume they're talking about the American founding father Alexander oh, Hamilton but, but it's not but didn't you say you heard it in the play or no did it I is miss in the that? play oh, so it, either <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda didn't know that it's a false oh, or you know that it's no. not really his quote or oh. maybe he heard that and was like who knows Maybe they're wrong. Maybe it really was him. There's a lot of things about history that you're like, who do you believe? We don't know. I mm -hmm. wasn't there. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We can rewrite history a little bit. We can take liberties here, right? I love that. Interesting. It's true. A lot of things are misattributed. Do you really think Einstein said all those quotes that he's attributed to, right? There are so many Einstein quotes that I'm always skeptical. I don't know if Einstein said all those things. He was too busy doing mathematical equations, right? (laughs) How can someone who's that... Big of a genius mathematically, also be so well spoken. Yeah. It's not fair. You can't have everything, Einstein. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So, today, guys, what are we getting into, Aubrey? I'm so excited for our listeners because we are tapping into, you know, literature, drama, and actual phrasal verbs that our listeners can use right away today. Yes, exactly right. You just learned these two, fall for, stand for. And this is a little bit of a follow-up on a recent episode that Lindsay and I recorded, 1770. So if you missed that, go back because we shared phrasal verbs for falling and talked about the verb fall, which in itself is quite complicated. So if you're not following the podcast, make sure to hit follow All Ears English Podcast and go back and check one, that one out if you missed it. Yes, especially if you are falling for Allers English. <laughs> yes, which you should be. <laughs> cheesy there. I love it. I love it. So good. So today we're going to go into it, guys. We're going to break it down for you and help you understand this phrasal verb fall for. There's a couple ways that it's used, right, Aubrey? Yes, exactly. So the first one is what we shared in that quote, to fall for meaning to believe. So if you say you'll fall for anything, you're calling someone gullible. You're saying they, they'll believe anything, right? Every yeah. April Fool's joke, they believe. Gullible is an interesting word, right? It just gullible. means you're very likely to believe everything you hear. Yeah, that's a bonus word for our listeners today. Gullible, guys. Write that one down. Now, are you a gullible person, Aubrey? Or were you a gullible person when you were a kid? I mean, most kids are a little bit gullible. Oh, for sure I was when I was a kid. And I think I still <laughs> am. My husband will often sort of play practical jokes. And I believe it every time. You would think I would wise up to it by now. Little things like he will head to take a kid to soccer. And he'll call me and say, you know, we forgot their 
soccer ball or or if he's supposed to pick up another kid, he'll call and say, we forgot them. Can you go grab? And I'll panic. I'm like, OK, I can fix it. What? And then he's like, just kidding. <laughs> I believe it every time. That's hilarious. I'm a little gullible, too. I don't know what it is. It's kind of like an innocence in the world, right? It's like a trusting right. uh, nature to the personality that becomes gullible, I guess. I would prefer to be a little gullible than yeah, extremely cynical, oh, which yeah. is much sort of the opposite where you don't believe anything. You're very doubt, doubting and negative. Yeah, and I'd rather be a little gullible. Me too. There's no, har- there's no harm in that. There's no harm in that. Um, so what would be another sample sentence then for fall four? Yeah. So to talk about falling for jokes is a good one, right? I always fall for my husband's jokes. She always falls for my jokes. And it just means she believes you. She doesn't immediately say, you know, that's not true. You're joking. She'll she'll believe it if she falls for it. She falls for it. Guys, write these down. These are great little chunks for you that you can, again, you can use them right away in natural conversation. Here's the next one. Don't fall for it, right? If he plays a joke on you, don't fall for it. Yes. And I feel like I hear that a lot when we're talking about scams, right? There are email scams or phone scams, all kinds of things. And you want to be sure that you don't fall for it. So this is something I would say to my mom, like, beware, there's this scam out there. Don't fall for it. I worry a lot about my parents, you know, they're getting older. And I do worry about old people, older, let's see, our elders, let's say it's a nicer way to say it (laughs) than old people. Um, I know I sort of tested my parents once I sent them an email, because they were selling something on Craigslist list. And I had warned them, I said, you know, there's these scams that exist. So I emailed them and said, I want to buy it. I'll send you this check for more. If you can refund me the difference. And they fell for it. They were like, sure, that sounds great. So I called. I'm like, I told you not to do that. I made up that email address. Oh Don't my gosh, fall that's for this. so funny that you did that. That's really smart. I might do I that for my parents them. too. Yeah, you, you do. You do. You know, um, our elders are such targets and we want to yes. protect them and make sure they don't fall for things, guys, right? That they shouldn't. Um, so the last one, I think we said this, I can't believe you fell for that, right? Exactly, what? right? We use it in the past tense. If you were gullible, if you believed something, then you'd say, oh, I can't believe you fell for that. I can't believe you believed that. I know, that's crazy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay. All right. So Aubrey, let's get into the next one. So what is it? It was another way to use fall for. Yes. So it's interesting because it's the same phrasal verb, same preposition, but with a totally different meaning. We also use fall for to talk about starting to have feelings for someone to begin to fall in love. And it's a little bit of a um, sort of a joke that it's the safe way instead of saying, I love you. I'm in love with you to say, (laughs) I'm falling for you. Right. It's a little bit like testing the waters. How do you feel about me? (laughs) Right. And I think why is it such a kind of an easier 
easier thing to say. Maybe it's because of the ing piece, right? It's the I, I, the progressive aspect. Instead of I'm in love with you, you're saying I'm falling for you, but you could go back, right? Yes. Depending on how the person Exactly. Reacts. This is the first thing my partner said to me, you know, he said, I'm falling for you. And so then I could also Aww. say, I'm falling. you know, it's just safer rather than if you say I love you and they don't say it back, you're opening yourself up mm-hmm. to rejection. You're, you're putting your ego out there to maybe be hurt. And we oh. try to protect ourselves. Of course we do. And our listeners can definitely empathize with this. Our listeners have all been in love, I'm sure. Right. And props to the person who says it first, right? That takes yes. actual guts. And exactly. so I think that's fantastic. You know, if you're the person who says it first, but yeah, so I think I'm falling for you. What else? What would be another way? Yeah, we use this to talk about a person's sort of type, the type of person you fall for, Okay, right? I would never say like, he always falls in love with intelligent women. I would Ah. say he always falls for intelligent women. It's this more native, natural way of talking about someone's type, the type of person someone's likely to be interested in. Yeah. And I think we reserve fall in love with for very, very serious. I think Mm -hmm. in American English, we don't use that term quite as much. You just said that you would say he always falls for this type of woman. But I think in different cultures, they use it more. Yes, definitely. Yeah. It's interesting. I agree. In the United States, we it, there's a lot of weight behind it. Yes. So we often will use fall for, falling for yes. to remove that weight, right? We'll say, be careful who you fall for, yes. meaning just be careful who you're interested in. We're not saying be careful who you fall in love with. That's a very much more serious, much more weight there. We're just saying, be careful who you date. Be careful who you're yeah. interested in. Ooh. Much more, less, much more casual. Yeah, this could make another good episode for our listeners. I'm sure some of our listeners are, you know, cross-culturally dating, right? You guys are living in the US or the UK. You're probably dating someone from here or from some other part of the world. How do you know how to like gradually say the right thing so you don't scare the person away, right? And if you're translating from your language, you might say the wrong thing. That's fascinating. Actually. Yes. It reminds me, I was dating a boy in Belgium and yeah. he said in French, mm-hmm. je tiens à toi, which means like, you yeah. mean a lot to me, uh-huh. but I had never heard that expression before. So I was tra- trying to translate it literally, which would be like, I hold to you. And I was like, I don't know what that means. And so he was trying to explain it and it ended up being this super awkward thing where he's just trying to say something nice. You know? Oh, that's hilarious. So it's true. There are phrases where you want to know what it means ahead of time. You don't want to ask someone, what does that mean? And put them on the spot to have to describe their feelings even more. Take it from me. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. It's, we've heard a couple stories. I don't know if this is a different person, right? We heard a story about I, I miss you last time on the show. We, you've had some some drama, some cross-cultural know, dating right? drama. <laughs> I know it's because I was right. I was in Belgium when I was yeah. 18, 19, the height of, of dating and being oh so excited. So it was fun for me to be able to, you know, meet people and spend time and yeah, it happens. <laughs> yeah, that makes total sense. I've had my share of cross-cultural relationships. I get it. It definitely happens. So guys, we'll, we'll follow up with another episode. Make sure again, you've hit follow on this show so you don't miss an episode like that. I think that's going to be a really good one. Aubrey, should we go into a role play? Yes, this will be fun. You and I are discussing a joke that a friend played on us to use these phrasal verbs a bit here. All right, here we go. I can't believe we fell for that. I know, we're really gullible. I usually don't fall for stuff like that. I should have seen through it. 
Not me. I fall for everything. So people really like playing jokes on me. Hey, I was wanting to ask you about that guy you said you were falling for. How's it going? Good. Yeah, I'd definitely say I've fallen for him, but we're taking it slow. I'm not sure if he's falling for me or not, unfortunately. (laughs) Oh, that's a hard place to be in, right? You're falling for someone and really not sure of their feelings. Dating is hard. Well, it's a hard place to be, but it's also a fun place to be. It's kind of an exciting moment, right? Where there's that mystery. And I think people love that mystery at the same time. That's true. That's true. That's the one thing you miss out on once you're in a committed relationship and there's no longer that does he, doesn't he, know does yes. she doesn't she excitement so that's why it's fun to have it. that a little that's why in the beginning it's fun to have it and like stretch it out a little bit if you can true. because if you end up with the person long term it's a lot of years <laughs> that's true right <laughs> <laughs> all right let's go through this aubrey and let our listeners know how we used our keyword for today Uh, So you first used it by saying, I can't believe we fell for that, right? We believed this joke that was played on us and say, oh, can't believe we fell for that. Yeah. And then we use that word gullible. Guys, that's a bonus word for today. Write that one down. You said, I know we're really gullible. (laughs) Yes. Meaning we'll believe anything, right? We're saying this, we're calling ourselves gullible using this adjective to describe ourselves as easily falling for something. We're clearly not real happy about how gullible we are. Yeah. Perfect. And then I said, I usually don't fall for stuff like that. I should have seen through it. And this could be another bonus for our listeners who want to take today's episode to a higher level. Aubrey, real quick, what does that mean? Yeah, this is an interesting idiom to say, almost like imagine um, a fabric or something that you can see through. We we use this metaphorically to talk about anything that you should be able to see something and don't. So for like yeah. a joke, I should have seen that he was playing a joke on me and I didn't. I should have seen through it. Yeah. Another phrasal verb, right? That is a phrasal. Interesting. Oh, mm-hmm. boy, guys, phrasal verbs all day long. <laughs> What else? What else? And then I said, not me. I fall for everything, (laughs) which does make people like playing jokes on me (laughs) because I'm not the person that's like, meh. You're playing a joke and it's no fun. I'll believe right. it. It's way more fun. They know who to fool. Okay. I yes. love that. I love that. <laughs> and then I changed the subject. Now we're going to talk a little bit about love, right? I said, hey, I was wanting to ask you about that guy you said you were falling for. How's it going? Okay, guys, this is that second way of using fall for. Exactly. You're asking me, oh, you're interested in this guy. You start, We're starting to have feelings yeah. falling for. And then I said, I have fallen for him, meaning starting to really like him. This wouldn't mean I'm in love with him. It would mean I'm definitely interested. I definitely have feelings. We're taking it slow. And then I say, oh, I'm not sure if he's falling for me or not, though. Like, I'm not sure where his feelings are. Might still be really casual for him. Who knows? Yeah, you never know. We haven't defined it. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Again, that mystery piece. So what's the takeaway for our listeners today, Aubrey? Yes, phrasal verbs can be so tricky. Some are idiomatic. Some like this one have the same preposition with multiple meanings. Mm. So here we have fall for with the same preposition. So today's episode sheds light on this phrasal verb. We want you guys to be able to use it to have those native natural conversations and build connections. Yeah, guys, don't be afraid to use these, right? You're learning all these awesome vocabulary terms on this show, but to really get that 99% fluency and that connection, you have to go out and use them, okay? So think of a scenario or create a scenario to use this this week, right, Aubrey? 
Yes, definitely. Get out there. Ask somebody. Oh, are you falling for anyone? Yes. yes I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Actually, you can start the conversation definitely. by just going ahead and deciding what you want to use. That might be an easier way to do it for our listeners. Right. Mm-hmm. Think in advance. What's something that I could ask someone asking one of the things you could say, do you fall for jokes really easily? That's a yes. fun conversation starter. Or yes. if you want to ask someone if they're dating anyone, use this phrasal verb to ask them. All right. Good stuff. Great episode today, Aubrey. And I'll see you in the next one very soon. All right. See you later. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.